Welcome to the Wild Endeavor Season Recap. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a great jumping off point to dive into the second season. Though we strongly encourage you to start from the beginning to really get the most out of the story so far. If you just want a refresher before the new season starts, you're in the right place. Either way, though I hope it goes without saying, there are major spoilers ahead. I'm your DM, Thomas Marsetti, and joining me in this wild endeavor are... My name is Evan. I play the character Leandros. He is a, uh, a high elf wizard turned necromancer who may have some devious things up his, uh, his sleeve. Uh, my name is Devin. I play uh, Theron Nilo, a rogue thief on an endless hunt to find his sisters, Karen Nilo. My name is Adam, and I play Hans Gregor. He is a human fighter, kind of a Hercules-type, long, flowing hair, super charismatic. He's very full of himself and boastful. I'm Nick. I play Eliath Kin, a human paladin. This is Eliath's first adventure, and he's very nervous and unsure of himself, just like me. I'm Amy. I play Calico Bane, who is a lavender tiefling thief. My weapon of choice is poison. Previously, on Season 1 of the Shadows Campaign. While separately exploring Active Manor, Theron Nilo and Leandros Lubicar were captured. They awoke in the ethereal plane as prisoners of a wizard. They, along with a fellow captive, a befuddled halfling named Cloud, were subjected to months of experiments by the wizard. The experiments left Then with an unnatural connection to the ethereal plane. After a prolonged imprisonment, the three escaped the wizard and made their way into the deep ether in search of a way home. While attempting to gain some insight into their predicament, Leandros' magic causes an ether storm to crash down on the group. Inside the storm, the three are thrown and bounced about between fissures that lead to different dimensions, different times, and alternate realities. In many of these fissures, Then saw his sister Kara in danger or being killed. When the three arrive at an alternate version of Then's past, he is forced to watch a longtime friend betray that reality's Then to murderous orcs. Sensing an opportunity to find and save his sister in this timeline, Then sets about experimenting with his new powers, looking for something that could help him find Kara. Not yet understanding his powers, Then ended up killing Cloud and using her connection to the Aether and her life force to regrow the arm he lost when he was captured in Acton Manor. Then's experiment also caused this alternate reality to fuse with the prime reality. A green, peacock-tailed fox named Garth, a being the party met in the Feywild, appeared to ensure the timeline remained stable. Leandros, deciding he wasn't yet done with Then, rescued him from the resulting time loop. After living thousands of iterations of that time period, Then came to realize that the person holding his sister in thrall is on the verge of becoming a lich. Back in the Prime Material, and their proper time, Then and Leandros hire Eliaf Kin and Hans Gregor to help them get into the besieged city of Arthamore and begin searching for Kara. Leandros summoned a Gorgon as a distraction and the group made their way, mostly unnoticed, through the army camp and into the city. The party made contact with an innkeeper who had helped Then in the past. 
Using the innkeeper's connections, the party begins working with Aurelius and the clandestine group known as the Gardeners. Aurelius says that the party could help him, he would be in better position to help track down the Silence, the Assassin's Guild Kara belongs to. Running capers for the Gardeners led the party into a confrontation with the Blind Brothers, a thieves' guild posing as a holy order as a means of gathering information to sell. After a failed infiltration attempt, the party attacks the brothers head-on and wrests from them control of the city's aqueduct, thus giving the party and the gardeners the ability to come and go from the city without dealing with the armies surrounding it. During the battle, Leandros is struck down and survives only by making a deal with Cyric, the mad god and lord of lies. After the fighting, Aurelius offers the service of one of his agents, Calico Bane, who joins the party as they set out to investigate a silent safe house in nearby Hadria. When the confrontation turns violent, the leader of the safe house is killed and another member flees to alert the guards, who subsequently run the party out of town empty-handed. Their efforts drew the attention of Primarchy soldiers in the area, and the party is soon surrounded and then escorted back to Arthamore. There they meet the leader of the Primarchy legion surrounding the city, Cadicia Augustalis, the daughter of the High King. Cadicia agrees to free the group as long as they feed information about the city's thieves' guild back to her forces so that she can end the unrest in the city. Back in Arthamore, the party follows another lead to an abandoned tavern, in the basement of which then discovers a teleportation circle and a coded message from his sister letting him know the silence used the circle to leave the city. Before they can follow the lead further, an attempt is made on Then's life, and he narrowly survives the lethal poison, thanks only to his connection to the Aether and the efforts of Cloud, who has begun appearing to Then. Aurelius puts the party in touch with a warlock at the city's most prestigious magic university. She offers to help the group find where the silence teleported to, if our adventurers will kill the warlock's rival. The task led the group back to the Cerulean Sons, an organization Then used to belong to. The target of their attack turns out to be a friend and one-time love interest of Then. He stabs her in the back and then watches her die in his arms. The next day, the warlock informs the group that the location the teleportation circle is linked to is shrouded in shadow. But she can send them through, if they go now. Not wanting to miss the chance, they agree and find themselves on the outskirt of a small village, the sky and surrounding area wrapped in darkness and mist. A nearby, solitary mansion drew the group's attention and they entered to investigate. Inside they are attacked by deer-headed, undead humanoids that crawled out of the wall. During the fight, a frustrated Leandros launched a fireball that heavily damaged the undead creatures, as well as the entire party. The blast knocked Than, still weak from the poison, to death's door. As they began to pull the unconscious Than away from danger, Calico convinced Hans to get back into the fight while she tended to Than. The moment Hans's back was turned, Calico plunged a knife into Then's heart and killed him. With the final undead creature taken down, the party turns on Calico. Just inches from death at Hans's hand, Calico uses Goldenroot to dose Hans and convince him that she is the only person he can trust. Calico then reveals she was actually working for the Clasp and was ordered to kill Then because he abandoned the guild many years ago. She offers to help Leandros achieve his goals, and Leandros accepts. Seeing Hans and Leandro suddenly siding with Calico right after Then's death, Elief draws his sword and calls them out. This prompts Leandros to dismiss Elief from his service and belittle him as a failure. 
Jumping to his friend's defense, Hans draws his sword and challenges Leandros. It is upon this broken party and tense tableau that season two of the Shadow Campaign begins. We hope you join us again next week as we play to find out what happens. Thank you.